Hello, friends and church leaders. Welcome to another episode of the Effective Church Leaders Podcast, where we offer practical advice and insights to help you get better equipped, lead more effectively, and help your church thrive. I'm your host, Carrie Holton, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Becky Holton. <laughs> hey, hon. Darling, I have a question for you. Have you ever heard the expression, get off of dead center? Well, that was a little personal, but yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you be interested to know the origin of that expression? Oh, absolutely. I would love to sleep tonight. Please I, do tell. <laughs> I knew you would say that. Well, it means in the exact middle. Well, it clears that up. <laughs> <laughs> the expression originated in the middle 1800s to refer to the point at which a lathe or other reciprocating machine could no longer turn. The point at which the machine could not revolve or rotate. It's dead point, in other words. Hmm. So, when someone says, we need to get off dead center, he or she is saying they feel stuck, that they are not able to make any progress. The feeling that you are sort of stuck in the middle, not able to go forward or back. I hate to admit it, but that was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that sounds like the way many church leaders may feel. Uh, I believe they often feel that their church is stuck, that they're not able to make any real progress there, and they're unable to get off of dead center. And many church and many church leaders don't know what they might do or the steps they could take to get going again, you know, to get their church moving in the right direction. Uh, get going again. I like that phrase. You hear that one a lot too. And I think that phrase might have particular relevance just now as church leaders, bless their hearts, are wondering how they might get going again after the frozen front doors of the pandemic. Yes, absolutely. Well, today we want to begin a new series with this podcast. We are entitling it, How to Help Your Church Get Off Dead Center. In other words, how you can help your church make progress again. And we're thinking about 10 steps that church leaders could take to help their churches get back on track. In this episode, we only want to discuss step number one, but our plan is to discuss 10 steps that would help churches get off of dead center. Okay, sounds good. So let's get right to us. Let's get off of dead center. Give us step one. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, here's step one to helping your church get off of dead center. Clarify why your church exists. We believe this is the place to start. This is job one, to determine why your church exists. It's absolutely foundational. It is. In fact, it may be an important step that many churches have overlooked, even though it's that important. Or at least it's a step that, um, you know, sometimes people need to revisit. Church leaders may need to kind of press pause back up and revisit, you know, exactly why they exist. They need to ask themselves once again, what is our purpose? What's our mission? Why do we exist? What are we doing here? For, you know, for the last three months, we've not been able to gather in person with God's people. And we've, we've worshiped with a lot of different uh, churches online. And this pandemic has given us the opportunity to see how several churches do online or live stream worship. And what has seemed clear to us after viewing many of these online worship periods is that a lot of churches seem to be pretty confused about why they exist. And right. It, there's not a lot of clarity about why they do. Um, they, it, 
I mean, we've wondered if they know why they exist. Now, we have seen some online worship services where it was really clear to us that the church knew uh, why they were there, what they were trying to accomplish. They knew what their mission was. And the reason we knew it is because we could hear it in what everyone was saying. It was very clear. But in many cases, it seemed to us, just the listeners from abroad or from afar, that the churches were, other churches were unclear on what they were trying to accomplish. So we are saying we believe there is a really important need for church leaders to ask the why question, to ask this very foundational question of their church, why do we exist? Absolutely. That why question is so important, I think. Why do we do worship? Why do we exist to begin with? And perhaps many have forgotten or lost sight of why they exist or what their purpose is, or at best, perhaps they just don't communicate often or clearly why right, they exist. Right. And and this is something that we have talked about before. We're talking about the mission, and we've spent quite a bit of time talking about that. You know, what is your church mission? Uh, this is a question that every leadership team in every church must be vigilant to answer. That's true. Identifying your church's mission, honey, is job one, I believe, don't you? Yes. On getting a church off of dead center. You've got to identify your mission. So if you were if you were going to talk to church leaders, which is what we hope we are doing right now, what would you say to them? What might they begin? What, what do they need to do to begin this process of clarifying why their church exists? Well, our first suggestion would be to get the church's leadership team together to work through this process. Respectfully, this is something we believe the church's leadership team should decide. That is, the, the church's leadership team should decide. Why do we exist? It's not a question we would put before the whole church or look to the whole church to decide. Like setting a vision for the future and making plans for accomplishing the vision, identifying a church's mission is better formulated by the leadership team rather than by the whole church. Well, okay, that makes sense, but who would you say should be on the leadership team? Well, it's probably too simplistic to say that the leaders of the church should be on that team, but it's true. Those who are the true leaders of your church should be identifying the church's mission. Well, in Churches of Christ, which is our heritage, typically leaders would, or traditionally, uh, would be the elders or shepherds of the church. That's right. And, and some or all of the church's overseers or elders or shepherds, they should be on the team that clarifies the church's purpose. I don't know that all of them need to be on that team, but at least some of them need to be on that team. And certainly some or all of the church's ministry staff should be on that team. And, and there may be others in the church who should be included, both male and female. Right, I agree, because there are many times leaders in the pews that are very much instrumental in the direction of the church. Uh, you wouldn't want that, but you know, you don't want that group to be so large that you can't arrive at a decision uh, that everybody can't get behind. Right. You just cannot do that with a huge group of people. Right. So uh, we would say perhaps consider a team of eight to 12 people who could hammer out or clarify their church's mission. Okay. So once the leadership team has been determined, what do you suggest that they do? Next, Well, our suggestion would be that each one of the leaders answer the question for themselves. Why does our church exist? They might get a whiteboard or white paper and jot down this sentence. 
our church exists to, and then fill in the blank. So they could go around the conference table and each one try to answer that question for themselves. And, of course, they eventually want to come to some kind of consensus on why they think their church exists. Before we return to our step one discussion of how to help your church get off of dead center, permit us to tell you a little bit of what we have been working on. As you know, one of the resources we provide to church leaders is the Effective Church Leaders Workshop. Normally, a church would invite us into their community for a weekend, and we would present this workshop in person. But as you also know, the coronavirus pandemic has, well, has forced all of us to adjust to somewhat of a new normal. In our case, not being able to fly to certain locations and not being able to meet in groups has forced us to consider a few changes. One of the changes we have been working on is putting the entire workshop online so that church leaders can access the content from the comfort of their own home or office. We have filmed all of the sessions, and now our team is in the process of editing that seven hours of content into a format that is conducive for the Internet. We are so excited about the development of this new online resource, and we hope that many of you will look for that resource when it goes online. We'll give you more details in the future. Now, this doesn't mean that we are no longer doing the live in-person workshops. If your church leaders might be interested in such an in-person workshop, please contact us. We are still available to do the workshop live for your church leaders. Let's, let's start a conversation if you might be interested in that. Just go to our website at EffectiveChurchLeaders.com or contact us at hello at EffectiveChurchLeaders.com. So we've shared that the church's leadership team should get together to hammer out or identify their church's mission. What other suggestions would you have for church leaders who need, who need to gain clarity on why their churches exist? Well, certainly we would encourage them to go to Scripture, right? Absolutely. To clarify, to clarify why their church exists. I, I don't know that they need to reinvent the wheel. Jesus gave us the mission of every New Testament church, I believe, when he said, Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey all that I have taught you. That, of course, is the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28. I would say that Jesus has already given us our mission. It is to go and make disciples. Absolutely. Another way of saying that, to make followers of Jesus. That is our mission. Mm -hmm. You know, recently I read one church's mission. It was so simple and clear and short. And it was, we exist to make and grow disciples. And I really like that. Of course, it's biblical. And I like it that it's so short and clear. Because I think a church, a church needs to be clear and brief, and their mission needs to be memorizable. That was a really big word. <laughs> because, you know, every person in the church should be able to recite the mission of their church. So a mission statement should be succinct and easily remembered. I think that's a good point, hon. Some mission statements are so long that no one in the church can remember them. 
Right. And everyone in the church really needs to be able to recite the church's purpose when called upon. Everyone needs to know why the church exists and what their mission is. And I think that this very point is why we knew what some churches' missions were when we heard the clarity of them on some of the online services that we have attended virtually. It was clear. We could hear it. It stood out. But it wasn't really long and complicated and involved. And as you said, in some of those churches where the mission seemed to be clear to us, they repeated the mission during the worship service several times and in Mm -hmm. several ways. Right. It was often visible and printed in some form in some of the promotion about the church or... Um, Just some of the slides that came up, the mission was there too, but we heard it repeated. Yes. And then we saw it by the way um, the worship services were conducted, the language and the focus. Um, So the clarity was really refreshing to me. Maybe it's because everything seems really complicated right now, and we do tend to make things complicated at times. Well, yes, it was very simple. And one thing I liked about that when I heard the mission statement was that they were actually reminding the church Mm -hmm. over and over and over again here's why we exist here's the role that you might play in fulfilling the mission of this church so i thought it was a good practice i found it motivational yes to hear that it was we're all on the same page we're all doing the same thing and it was it was really encouraging to me and i wasn't even a member of that particular congregation um well as we start to wrap this up let's do a little review about what we have said in this in this particular podcast first The thing we talked about is that it's very important that church leaders know and that the church knows why the church exists. It's what we've just been talking about. What they know what their purpose is. That is just so important. And we're going to say this and continue to say it over and over. And um, I think uh, we would say that this is very likely one of the key reasons churches get stuck. Why they don't seem to be making progress is they've forgotten why they exist. They're not clear in their own heads why they exist. Knowing our mission is just absolutely vital. It's number one importance. Right. Second thing that we've talked about in this podcast is the church's leadership team should get together and identify why their church exists. Just fill in the blank. Our church exists to blank. And the last point we just talked about is is the answer to the question, why do we exist, should be simple, succinct, memorizable, and, of course, biblical. Yes. Uh, And I'll save you the trouble. I do have some closing comments. (laughs) Good. We have hinted at this, but we want to say it clearly. Everyone on the leadership team needs to be in alignment regarding the mission of the church. Everyone needs to be on the same page and pulling in the same direction. So once the mission of your church is identified, everyone on the leadership team must align behind that mission. In fact, to do otherwise is to pull the church in different directions, and that's a recipe for being stuck on dead center. Mm -hmm. And, And this is the value of aligning the leadership team around one mission. It is clarifying. It gives the leaders and the church a direction. Now the church can move forward with purpose and clarity. They know where they are going, and they know what they want to accomplish, and it all starts with clarity regarding mission. In some of those thoughts that you just shared, I had an image in my head of when we were kids playing tug-of-war 
where one side's pulling one way, the other side's pulling another way. Mm. And it wasn't till someone overpowered the other one and they all landed in a mud in the mud was there a direction determined. And that tug of war is so ineffective and unbiblical mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to a church mission. Well, uh, we plan to continue this conversation, friends, in our next podcast as we consider other steps that church leaders can take to help their church get off dead center. And we hope you're able to join us next week for another episode in this series of the Effective Church Leaders Podcast, where we offer practical advice and insights to help you get better equipped to lead more effectively and help your church thrive.